Am I the a-hole for staying with my parents and refusing to come home unless it is in the condition I left it in before my in-laws visited? This is OKOP, where we read the craziest stories on the internet. I'm Sam and John. What do you think? We have a house that has been ruined by OP's parents? Question mark? Or unnamed individuals? Uh, I think OP's in-laws. OP's in-laws have ruined it and OP is staying at their parents. Right. So, wow. See, that's a tough one to make the stand against your in-laws. That's like not home turf. Um, But you know what? I dang it if I don't respect it. Yeah. Dang it if I don't respect it. In-laws clean the place, but there's only one way to really find out. Build that tease. So this comes from Adept Entrepreneur 44, and they say, my husband cannot control his family, or at least he refuses to. Nice. When his parents visit and give us shit for forcing our kids to do chores, he gives in, and the house slowly becomes a mess that I have been left to clean up. When his siblings visit, we are expected to clean up after them. I never agreed to this, so now I leave. I lock my office up and go to my parents' house. I meet up with his family at restaurants or other public places. His parents have learned now that when they visit, they have to clean up after the kids or get them or my husband to do it. They tried saying that I was abusive for refusing to do housework while they visited. It's a little bit of a stretch. You're you're abusing me by not cleaning up my mess. So I posted a picture of my home before they came and one I took during their last visit. Smart. I asked them why the house was so messy and dirty and did they have anything to do with it? They said it wasn't their mess. I replied that the house was clean before they showed up. (laughs) Excuse me. Once they started getting dogpiled for messing up my house, they threw the kids under the bus. They said my kids were uncontrollable and it was their mess. I pointed out that there was no mess until they came. So obviously my kids were able to clean up after themselves when there weren't people telling them not to. My husband's siblings have canceled plans to visit because they know I won't be there to clean up after them or cook. So they will have to cook or spend money on takeout and restaurants. Great outcome in my opinion. My husband says I'm being unfair putting all the work of cleaning up on him. I said he has two children to help him as well as adult guests who should be able to not make a mess. I also told him he could just pay for a cleaning service out of his discretionary funds if he wanted to let his family run rampant and not clean up after them. He says I was being mean by not contributing and making him spend his money. I asked him how much he normally spends on cleaning the house. The answer is nothing since the four of us keep the house clean and tidy when we are on our own. So am I the a-hole? Everyone, put your answers in the comments. Do you think OP is the a-hole by leaving and making everyone else, I guess, clean up after themselves? But John, what do you think? Absolutely not. Listen, if you if you make the mess, you got to clean it. Yeah. Thou who stelt it, smelt it, smelt it, <laughs> stelt it like that. Something like that. I also need to throw up a red flag because correct me if I'm wrong. The husband was like, oh, you're going to make me spend my money yeah. to clean up everything. And my time and my time. It's like, dude, like. First off, have some accountability with your family members. And it feels very similar to the last story where like husbands just being like not allowing any responsibility to fall on the parents. Exactly. You know, like, and and also, why, why are his parents saying that the kids shouldn't clean? What what is this? What is who else is going to do it? Because you aren't doing it. The kids aren't doing it. It all falls on the husband, I guess. Going to be us. Like what's what's going on here? This makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. Please try to make it make sense for us. Put your answers in the comments. I think so. I guess like the I like what do you think OP is the a-hole? Absolutely not. I think so, too. Also, it's not like she just like did this after once. It was like it was multiple, multiple times. She's like, finally, I'm just going to remove myself from the situation. Exactly. Honestly, really smart. Go ahead. Um. Do you think if this goes on for much longer, 
it would be a cause of divorce because it Ooh. like could, you think it could snowball do you think it could snowball i mean it seems i think yes if it goes out of control like it did in the first story but it's not constant so only every once in a while yeah it's there. not constant but like i guess when i when i think snowball i'm thinking it's compounding so yeah. like all right first it's like these dinners and stuff then it's influencing the kids not doing their chores like uh, then it's having the kids smell crack boom you right there stop does it. it stop when does it stop never never um i don't think it would i, I cleaning personally cleaning is the gateway drug cleaning is the gateway drug to heroin these kids i mean i don't think it it, it, it because because it's not constant that they're staying over, I don't think it's going to snowball that much. Yeah, but it could sure. be a point of contention in the marriage for sure. Could be. Could but be. let us know what you think. Put your answer in the comments below. If you love us, make sure to subscribe. We love you and see, see you, you tomorrow. tomorrow. This is an episode from Deep Within the Archives. Time for OKOP Rewired. Fiance leaves me because I have cancer? Fine. I'll leave you destitute by doing the unthinkable. I mean, Pretty, pretty fair, pretty fair response. I think if you leave someone because they have cancer, I say leave them. <laughs> Dude, you my, know brain, how they say, my brain was buffering. You know how they say like, you know, like cut toxic people out of your life, right? Like cut cancer out of your life. <laughs> cut cancerous people. Oh man. That's what they mean, right? My, my, my man's taking, taking euphemisms a little too seriously. Is that not what it is mean? Is, the, is it? Just Is kidding. It? Support cancer. Well, I support fucking cancer over. <laughs> Sam is pro cancer. I'm pro cancer. <laughs> Fight for the right to grow. <laughs> that was actually pretty funny. All right. This has been four years ago. So the sting is gone and my revenge has been had. Sorry if this isn't the right forum for revenge. Reddit is always the right forum for revenge. Correct. We dated for four years and had what I thought was a great relationship. We were both well-established professionals. All right. I get it. You make money. Whoa. Who both owned homes in the same neighborhood. Okay. We get it. You have money. And both had daughters in the home. Okay. We get it. Her daughter was 11 and mine was 16 when we met. We had actually planned to get married, build a house, and raise the two together. Sounds idyllic, OP. Nothing, nothing's going to go nothing's wrong. Gonna go wrong. Nothing's going to go wrong. We planned the house build because she had recently been diagnosed with a neurological disease and would that, that would eventually put her in a wheelchair, and we needed something ADA friendly. Damn, that's a wrench. Huh. Okay, so she she had she's the one that's going through some medical problems. Damn. Okay. okay. During the planning stages, I began doing landscape and construction projects on her home to increase the resale value. All in, I invested around $30,000 into the home, running everything or running everything through my side construction business for tax permitting and resale purposes. That sounds like a like a lot. Yeah, dude, OP's like putting in time, he's putting in money. He's really trying to help out it seems. For real. We had a contract for payment that would be made upon the sale of the home. I produced invoices for each and every project, but never pushed for payment because of the prior agreement. Yeah, that's seems a little. I'm, I'll be interested to see how that unfolds. Well, it's like it's his wife. He thinks it's going to be fine, right? Yeah, but also I could see how like, I mean, he's doing. He deserves to be paid, yeah. but like also like charging charging your wife. I could see how things might get a little messy. A little messy. Fast forward six months, we're looking at properties to develop and finalizing drawings in the home when I began feeling ill. Uh -oh. I couldn't eat, constantly vomiting and passing blood. Oof. 
Damn. Jeez. I noticed that my abdomen looked swollen, which was odd because we were both very clean eaters and we're in the gym every day. So man's fit, man's rich, man's <laughs> married. Seems like he's living the life, except for now. <laughs> yeah, for now he's living life. So I went to the doctor and began having tests done. During this time, she began having small cognitive issues and the stress of her current position was exacerbating her condition. So she took a $20,000 per annum cut in pay along with a lesser position inside the company. I imagine to like deal with all the things she was going on. After a month or so of different tests and a biopsy, it came back that I had a golf ball sized tumor in my stomach. Oh my God. And would need to begin chemotherapy Immediately. I began chemo and radiation treatments, which made me expectedly so extremely ill. She was spending time helping around my place on the weekends and staying over more to the point where they were both at my home more than theirs. At this point, I suggested that we go ahead and put one of our houses on the market and move in together until the new house was built. Which, dude, this is such a rough situation because both of them are having like major health issues. Seriously, I mean, like, what are the odds that, like, Right at the same time, like horrendous health issues. Yeah, I have great supplemental insurance as well as a long term illness plan. So using that coupled with the sale of one of our houses would push us through comfortably and help ease the financial stress on her. Okay, smart. Okay, OP is like planning it all out, dude. He's on his shit. Shortly after this discussion, she became extremely distant. Her daughter wasn't coming down and hanging out with mine anymore. She had excuses for not getting together. She quit driving me to treatments and stopped staying over. She then dropped a bomb, a sentence that will forever be burned into my psyche. Oh, wow. I love you, but I can't see myself taking care of someone this sick in the long term. And I don't think we should see each other any longer. Wow. Especially after like he cared for her. The, yeah. The like the, the, the instant hypocrisy is, is crazy. Yeah. Fuck. Wow. It broke me. She said this in a text. Wow. Not even face to face. That has to be a face to face conversation. It broke me. This is the first woman that I'd ever opened up to and planned a life with since my wife died when my children were one in three. Oh. However, I tried to be mature about it. I forced myself to understand a position and to accept what I couldn't change. Stoic. I calmly the next day gathered all of her things, packed them neatly, loaded them in my truck, and took them to her house to leave on the back porch while she was at work in order to avoid any awkward exchanges. Walking around the back and under the porch cover and saw her in her back living room on the couch having sex with a man that she had introduced to me as a lifelong friend. (laughs) Bro! What is happening? Yo. I had dinner and drinks with this man and his girlfriend. We had gone on vacation with them as well. Oh, God, I never spoke of the incident with her and simply sent her a text later explaining that I would leave her things on my side porch to pick up at her convenience. I discovered eight or nine months later from his now ex-girlfriend that they had broken up due to him confessing that he had been sleeping with my significant other dating back to the time we were finishing drawings on the new home. So this has been happening for a while. Oh, my God. Oh, no, P, bro. Now. I'm pissed. So it's revenge time. Let's go. At this point, I had finished chemo and radiation for the time being and was feeling a bit healthier. Okay. Oh, he's back on his feet. I was going through some much neglected paperwork 
when I ran across the file that contained the $32,680 in unpaid long overdue invoices, which were promptly sent to my attorney to begin line proceedings on the home. It turns out that I couldn't have done this a moment too soon because she was set to put her house on the market. Oh, wow. Coupled with interest over the course of what was then 19 months overdue, the invoices were hefty. That, along with the agreement of settling them when the house was sold and the attorney fees, left her with roughly $10,000 after the sale of the home and settling her current mortgage. Oh, my gosh. She sold her whole house and only got $10,000. Jeez. She promptly had to back out of the purchase of another home and moved in with her oldest daughter, sister-in-law, and two grandchildren. She also had to leave her job and begin receiving disability. So her life is fricked. Wow. I ran into her a little over a year ago, and she looked like she had aged 20 years and was in a wheelchair we had talked about. We chatted cordially, but briefly, and I excused myself and went on with my day. A few days later, her younger daughter called me and spoke of my running into her mom and could we hang out sometime? I gave a vague answer, thanked her for calling again and went on with my day. Then the ex then called me a week or so later and began apologizing for leaving me as she did. Again, cordial, but short. I thanked her for calling and hung up. She began texting and this went on for several weeks until one, she asked if I could ever see her rekindling what we had. To which I replied, I can't see myself taking care of someone so sick in the long term. Remember the box on your back porch? Did you think that lifelong friend brought that over to you from my house? Good luck to you. Goodbye. Oh! Mike freaking drop, oh, doggy. Bro, this is like, it's like a, a freaking 10 year callback. Like, wow. Dude, this guy, this, this is, this is revenge. This is one of the best pro revenges of all time. Wow. For sure. Dude, I feel for- so bad for him though. I mean, at least he's better though. At least he's like feeling good. I'm glad that he, he became feet. healthy. That's like yeah. the best thing of this whole story. I feel like, but like, God damn. That's some revenge. Goodness. Two out of every two podcasters on the OKOP don't have five stars on Spotify. That's both of us. So if you could donate your thumbs to us right now and use them to tap five stars on Spotify or wherever you're listening, we might avoid lethal injection. Just go to our profile on Spotify, click about, and then rate us five stars or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Save your podcaster, Sam and John, today.